mind, body, and food. Oh my, what is your recipe for healing? Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back, listeners. We are going to talk about the healing power behind some more things today, specifically food. And when you think about the foods we consume, they can have such a profound impact on us physically and mentally. They can promote our healing or not. And so the things that we ask ourselves and that we're going to ask you as listeners, are we being mindful about what we put in our bodies without obsessing over it? Are we listening to how our bodies are responding to the food we're putting in it? And are we recognizing that we are very unique, each one of us individually, and our healing is unique, how we process the food is unique? And so it's just a matter of just being very aware of that. There's no one answer. There's no one diet. There's no one right food for everybody. So it's such a unique thing. We're going to explore what we each think about that. So Dina, I'm going to throw it out to you and think, you know, in, in the context of food and using it as something to nourish your body and heal with, what does that make you think about? Uh, it's I'm a foodie. I just love food. I love going to new restaurants. I love all different types of cuisines. I love trying different cultures of food, the whole essence of it all, how it's prepared and learning about the culture behind it and how they started making certain things. And then just interacting with the people that create these meals, you know, And, you know, sometimes I kind of look at, wow, they eat A, B, and C, and they have longevity in their Mm. culture, you know, and then I start to wonder, what are they doing? What aren't we doing? You know, so then I play that Mm. game of, oh, maybe if I should eat that more often, and maybe I should eat less of this. And then I play that psychological game which normally gets me in trouble, (laughs) you know, because sometimes we can just get so obsessed with the food and the drinks that we, we consume that might be harmful for the body, but you hit it right on the head. When we said, you said Maggie, that we're all unique. Mm -hmm. So if I want to eat something that most people say you shouldn't be eating that. And it doesn't harm me and it doesn't affect me and I'm not eating tons and tons of it. Why can't I enjoy it? Why can't I have it? You know, a lot of the times, you know, 
being a retired nurse and going through some of the nutrition classes, not that I'm a nutritionist or a dietitian, I'm also a health coach. So we did learn about nutrition and I learned to be well-rounded when it comes to food, eat the rainbow. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have heard that, you know, all the different colors, all the different textures, you know, you know, although I love the fact of guiding people along with myself, because I always put myself in there, is eating things that are whole foods, less processed food, less things that come out of a box or a package. Let's face it, they do taste good, <laughs> without a doubt, you know. And I've heard through my experience of, like I said, my professional experience, I have heard a lot of stories of people who've had illnesses and diseases heal themselves through their food. I knew a gentleman, I went to a huge event and I met this gentleman that had liver cancer and he healed himself through food. He did not do traditional medical treatments. I'm not saying that that's the total way to go. Of course not. We all need to look at what our bodies are going through, what our mindset is going through. And I know, Marla, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about mindset with this as well. And yeah. I'm dying to for our audience to hear that part of it because it is a great point to make. Well, I think, I think for me, I, I think it's true for anything that, especially for what you're consuming, if you put anything in and you feel guilty or shamed or terrible, um, that's the result you're going to get. <laughs> or if you mm -hmm. eat something and you feel really good about it, like it is really a healthy thing that I am consuming and it is healing my body or it feels good. I think that it plays a role. I'm not saying it's the whole role, but it definitely is um in parallel in partnership with what you're actually putting in too and and part right. of that comes from just my own experience with a lot of you know different different levels of stress and anxiety over the years over things and and knowing what my body's depleted with and what I have to kind of find for myself and again not a nutritionist or a dietitian or a medical person here I'm not giving any advice but Again, back to what you both said, we're unique. We have to find what works with us. We have to talk to our doctors about it and we have to to be flexible in that sense. But mind your mind too, not just your mouth. <laughs> well, and that and that's so true. And I think too, just based on what um, Dina, you were saying about the example of someone healing through the food, that's what we're talking about here, right? And there is so much advice out there. What works for one person may not work for another. In fact, it probably won't work. That it won't work the same for another. No, no, it does not. And and the mm -mm. thing that overwhelmed me as I was as I when I was first diagnosed with breast cancer, I was like, "Holy shit! I got to get my diet right." Well, what does right mean? I was so just going to ask you, what does yeah, right what mean? does right mean? <laughs> And then here, here's the first misstep I made. I went out and looked for the experts out here. So <laughs> yes, I'm we already, tend to do that. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. already outside my body 
trying to Mm -hmm. find the answers to what I need to put in my body, which makes zero sense. So when you think about that, it can be so overwhelming because we look for someone to give us that solution, that right recipe of what to put in our body. And not no nobody can tell us that. And that's the hard mm-hmm. part of this. And so I too, like you, Dina, love food. <laughs> and I love to cook, which is great. So when I got over my my initial obsession of finding someone to give me the answer, I just started to experiment and I started to listen to my body. And what worked in my favor is the fact that I've never been a big fast food person. Mm-hmm. I try to avoid eating out of the box. I try right. to, to eat yeah. more natural foods and things. Um, and so that served me. What what I felt like didn't serve me is back to Marla, your point of I love potatoes. I love any kind of pasta, any any <laughs> carb, fill in the blank, any carb, yeah. right? But then I would feel yes. shame, I'd feel shameful about it. Because it's like, oh, I'm eating too many carbs and our carbs good. And oh, no, sugar feeds cancer. And oh, and then, you know, you start to exactly around that axle. So it can be so overwhelming. And I think the biggest thing that I have learned as far as figuring out my own leverage of food to help me heal is really to be mindful of is what I'm putting into my body giving me the nutrients I need. And if not, how can I get those? Whether it's different food next meal mm-hmm. or supplements that I decide to add to my diet and and go from there. That's that's just how I try to move through my days and weeks of of eating. Cause you're gonna eat stuff you shouldn't shouldn't eat and or you feel you shouldn't eat. And then you can eat things that you know are good for you. Right. Finding a balance, right? Well, and, you, and Maggie, you did a lot with like food trackers to sort some of that out with your cancer healing initially, right? And working with your doctor to kind of show them this is what isn't working well for me and what is and making those decisions from there. Yeah, and I think that's a great point because, you know, sometimes we feel like okay, I'm just going to try this for a while, but then we can't remember how our bodies felt. So in order to truly listen to our bodies, we really need to write things down. And so I did, I I loved and relied on the trackers for myself because it was like, okay, if I'm going to, I'm going to try to go easy on the dairy this week, for example, or maybe the gluten or something. And then I write down how I feel and what changes because Right. That's the only way we're going to be able to have an intelligent conversation with our doctor or make intelligent decisions informed on what changes we're seeing in our body from said foods, right? Right. You you bring up a good point about nour- the food can nourish our body, our cells, everything within us. But tracking how the food gives us energy, does it, do I want to take a nap right after 20 minutes after I ate? something or do I have this burst of energy? Let's go walking or let's go bike riding kind of thing. So those trackers are amazing to work with. You know, I did it the old fashioned way. I had a notebook and a pen. Doesn't matter how you track. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you could write all the notes in your phone if you wanted to. It doesn't matter. 
It's just a matter of learning what your body and how it's reacting. Well, yeah, I was just going to say there's an app for that, right? There's an app. Of course there is. There's an app for everything. (laughs) But, but I think the key for the listeners here and for, to remind ourselves to, I'm talking to us, um, is that when you write down the changes you're making or the things that you're eating or not eating, it's just as important to write down how you feel after mm-hmm. so that you make that connection. Right. Um, it's a what? brain. It's a kind of like a brain gut connection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. You know, that's what just came to my mind just now. <laughs> well, and also both of you, I think are making great points for food should be enjoyable, right? If, yeah. if you're, if you think it's the most healthiest piece of cardboard you've ever put in your body, but it's tastes like cardboard, like not so enjoyable. So you, you both Ditch love it. to cook and yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. And I will say that Ditch I, it. a friend of mine who I love dearly had told me don't have any dairy, don't have any meat, don't have any alcohol. And by the way, no sugar. Yep. I was told the same thing. And I'm like, I want to live. <laughs> it needs to be enjoyable. Like you said, Marla, it just, it's right. got to be enjoyable. Well, you know, the, everything in moderation, right? Like I, I think, just, I think yeah. your, I think your question back was, if I remember, but like you just, for how long? It was sort yeah, of like yeah. forever. Forever. So to, to, you know, just remind yourselves that if you do have that occasional treat or a beverage, like it's, it's not every day. So you shouldn't, again, back to not beating ourselves up for feeling shame or guilt or. Right. There's also some things and I'm going to bring back, you know, the cancer realm or the, you know, that avenue, because there's times when we're going through treatments or surgeries or whatever it is, radiation, it doesn't matter what it is. And there's certain things that we can't eat, you know, mm. the, the smells, the, you know, the taste, the textures. Okay. So if you eat a bowl of mashed potatoes, because that's what satisfies you when you're getting some type of nourishment, then that's what we go with, mm-hmm. you know, um, I knew women that had very bad mouth sores because of their treatment. There were certain things they could not eat, you know, and we're making smoothies. You know, you got a lot of nutrition in smoothies, you know. So once again, for the listeners, if you happen to be listening and you are going through the process and you're saying, I can't eat, I don't, I feel nauseous with certain foods, you got to do, because once again, it's paying attention to your body, advocating for yourself and finding out what works. Yeah. You know? Yes, exactly. And that, you know, when you think about the big things that we definitely want our listeners to think about is that we are all unique. So it's, it's experimenting Mm -hmm. with what works with your body and our bodies continue to change as we navigate our healing. And as we just navigate days to day, day to day, right. And aging, right. What I was just going to say, yeah. uh, also the aging process. Oh ah, boy. <laughs> I wasn't going to say the A word, right. Oh, come on. We have to, it's, it's part of life here. Come on. What, what we could, what we right? could eat in our twenties, we can't eat as 
as uh, how do I even want to say it? Well, we just can't. It's not the same when yeah. we're in our 50s. As we hit certain decades. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, when I was swimming, when I was actively swimming, I would I'd plow through a box of mac and cheese like nobody's business. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now I I get I feel guilt when I look at a box, of <laughs> but anyway. So yeah, we're all unique. That's super important. We have to listen to our bodies so that we can truly come to know our bodies. And when we mm-hmm. come to know them, that helps us to truly advocate. And you spoke to this, Dina, about just yeah. making sure that we're advocating for ourselves. Um, yeah. and then um. Also, just very important to note here that we are not professionals, uh, medical teams here recommending anything specific. It's always important to check with your professional medical team or your nutritionist before making any changes to your diet. So we just wanted to make sure that food is not a replacement. We wouldn't recommend that. It is definitely something that has healing power and to be mindful of. So, and remember, even with food, healing truly is inside and out. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.